Today I feel like just eating jelly beans So I got us a hotel room with two beds My girlfriend keeps blowing up my phone I'm sorry, we decide sometime alone Because today it's only me and my jelly beans uh, I'm gonna jump on the bed repeatedly with them When I'm exhausted I go directly to the Thing, but we're going to record whatever is set. Okay. Good morning and welcome to the Jelly Bean Company's home of the original gourmet jelly beans. My name is Angel and I'm going to be your engineer and guide. Join me as we take a trip through our sweet history and explore what goes into the magical process of creating Jelly Belly Jelly Beans and a wide variety of other products. We are a family-owned and operated business, and if you look at the screen, the family would like to take a moment to welcome you here today.
Californians. We were all invited to come to it. Thanks for coming here today. Have a great tour. Now let's check out the family. Let's learn how the candy making business started. In 1866, Herman's great-grandfather, Gustav Dahlins, arrived in New York City. Just three years later, Gustav and his brother bought a small candy store in Belleville, Illinois, and they created the foundation for a lifelong family business. The small company thrived for the next 25 years, and Gustav's two sons, Adolf and Gus Jr., soon joined the family business. Then, in 1893, the country experienced a financial panic that left 12,000 companies bankrupt, including the Golitz Brothers Candy Company. Determined to carry on the family name, Adolph and Gus Jr. opened their own store back in Millville. In 1898, Herman Golitz, Herm Rowland's grandfather, also joined the family business at the age of 18. The sky was the limit for the next 23 years as the business grew and grew. In 1921, armed with the family recipes, Herman decided to move west and try his luck opening his own business in Portland, Oregon. The direct road to Jelly Belly was paved. However, with its humid weather and distance from the majority of the company's business, Herman soon left Portland and relocated the business in Oakland, California. It was here that Herman's only daughter, Aloise Gomez, met the love of her life and the eventual heir to the candy business, a young man named Ernie Roller. Ernie was an incredible mechanic and took over when Herman retired in 1940. Fourteen years later, Ernie's son, Herman Golitz Roland Sr., would begin to work summers with his father and begin to learn the family business as well. Ernie and Herm would carry the company through both difficult and rewarding years, leading up to the invention of the Jelly Belly Jelly Bean in 1976. The exact origins of the Jelly Bean are lost in time, and only a part of its history is known. Most experts believe the Jelly Center is a descendant of a Mid-Eastern confection known as Turkish Delight that dates back to Biblical times. The earliest known appearance of the jelly bean in America dates back to 1861 in Boston, where a man named William Schraft promoted the sending of jelly beans to soldiers in the Union Army during the Civil War. The name for the candy was used because most of Americans' diets consisted of beans and vegetables in the 1800s. It wasn't until the 1930s, however, that jelly beans became a part of Easter traditions. Because of their egg-like shape, jelly beans became associated with the Easter Bunny, who was believed to deliver eggs as a symbol of new life during the spring season. Jelly Belly Beans came along in 1976, when a Los Angeles distributor named Dave Klein asked Herman Roland to make a jelly bean using natural flavors whenever possible, the Rolls-Royce of jelly beans. In 1976, there were eight flavors, and all of them are still in production today. Now, there are over 50 flavors, even flavors just for the holidays. around the bend, if you look up to the right, you'll see some copies of the Beanart that grace our Jelly Belly Art Gallery. 
We also receive ideas from employees, colleagues, and neighbors. Every day, we work on creating new Jelly Belly jelly beans by pushing the boundaries of flavor. Whatever the inspiration, our food scientists begin with the actual flavor they are intending to duplicate. They might start with coffee to make cappuccino jelly belly, or raspberry puree for raspberry jelly belly. Our number one goal is to make every Jelly Belly jelly bean taste just as you would expect it to taste. It might take months for the recipe of a new flavor to come out just right. It took a long time for kiwi flavor to be born. The flavor of kiwi fruit is so delicate and fresh, it was a real challenge. But we finally came up with a flavor that tastes just like a kiwi. We are always getting new flavor ideas from our Jelly Belly fans. Some of the wildest ideas have been macaroni and cheese, nachos, pickles, ketchup, and mustard. Did you know it takes 7 to 21 days to create a Jelly Belly game? But it only takes one second to eat. Now, if you'll turn your attention to the screen, we'll take a look inside the kitchen to see how the Jelly Belly jelly making process begins. The Jelly Belly bean is unique. Unlike traditional jelly beans that only have flavoring in the shells, our candy has flavors, juices, and purees in the center whenever possible, as well as flavors and colors in the shell. During the first step creating the delicious centers of our beans, we mix sugar, corn syrup, cornstarch and water in large kettles. This combination of high quality ingredients is called slurry and is cooked at a high temperature in a system called a jet cooker. This entire process is monitored on a state-of-the-art Jelly Belly computer system so that every batch is perfect. In large kettles, candy makers add flavor and color to the slurry to create the candy center. Many of our Jelly Belly beans contain natural flavoring. For example, the chocolate pudding bean is made with real milk chocolate, and the coconut jelly beans contain real coconut flakes. The slurry is checked throughout the process by our quality assurance department to make sure it is just right. When all the ingredients are added, the slurry is ready to move to the second step of the candy making process, the depositing room. This room is located directly below the kitchen. The hot-cooked slurry flows downstairs into hoppers. Below the hoppers are trays filled with cornstarch. These trays are pressed by metal mold boards, creating 1,260 little bean shapes. The hot candy is poured directly into each impression. The depositing machine can fill 28 trays per minute, which makes over 35,000 beans a minute. The trays filled with hot Jelly Belly centers are then sent into drawing rooms where they will cure or dry overnight. The next day, the cured centers are separated from the starch. The empty trays are then refilled with cornstarch and pressed with new bean shapes to start the process all over again. The centers travel along a series of conveyor belts into a steam bath and a sugar shower to keep them from sticking together. Pardon our mistake, in the video the narrator mentions the chocolate pudding bean is made with real milk chocolate. No worries for those who are concerned with dairy allergies and kosher information, our chocolate pudding jelly belly bean is made with real cocoa and chocolate liqueur, the extraction of chocolate from a cocoa bean.
The centers are weighed and stacked Damn. by a robot and will rest in season for one to two days before going on to the third stage of their journey where the candy shell is applied. Now the final stage of the Jelly Belly bean making process takes place. Each of our stainless steel pans that you saw in the video tumbles 375 pounds of Jelly Belly beans. If you will turn your attention back to monitors, we will take an even closer look. Again. 
In this finishing round, a final layer of flavored syrup is ladled onto the beans as the pan slowly rotates to allow the syrup to cover each bean. As the beans continue to tumble in the pans, our candy makers add a confectioner's glaze. The revolving pans allow the beans to roll over each other in a process similar to polishing rocks. The result is a brilliant, jewel-like finish on each bean surface. These newly polished beans will rest in season for two to three days before they proceed to the printing and packaging machines. Now the next video will show the hard work that requires to make decorative taffy. This is truly the art of candy making. We start by cooking a 250 pound batch of syrup. Combining cream powder, cocoa butter, corn syrup, sugar, adding flavor, and color. The syrup is cooked and emptied into a large copper bowl. You'll notice that the bowl in the video is much larger than the bowls we have here on display. We used the bowls here many years ago before we had these special lifts we used to maneuver them. It took two to four people to move the bowls and we used copper in order to retain the heat longer. Once the syrup is ready, it is moved to a tub of fluffy frappe. As the frappe is being whipped, the cooked syrup is added to the batch. Once the whipped mix is ready, it is moved to a refrigerated cooling table, where the candy is poured out and allowed to cool. The candy maker now begins a creative task that is fun to watch from beginning to end. Our candy maker will cut, layer, stretch, stack, fold, and wrap the taffy. This is how we create a picture in the middle of taffy. Keep in mind that our video has been set up for time purposes, and this process actually takes 5 to 8 hours to complete. Can anyone tell me what the picture in the middle of the taffy is? Any guesses? That's right, it's a Christmas tree. If you look up the table behind him, you can see the different color taffy used to make the ornaments within the tree. He will wrap it in a jacket of taffy. and his teammate will wrap it in two jackets all together. By the time they're completely finished, the roll will weigh over 100 pounds. A 100 pound roll will make 10,000 pieces of taffy. They begin working the large roll on the sizing machine where the roll is being pressed and stretched into a roll about one inch, about the same size as a quarter. Watch as it snakes its way to the guys and rollers on its way to the cut and wrap machine. The cut and wrap machine will produce over 350 pieces of taffy per minute. 
The wrapped pieces are conveyed on a series of cooling belts and eventually put into trays. Remember how big that tree used to be? Did you know our company makes more than Jelly Belly Beans? We make over 100 other candies, many of them classic favorites such as gummy worms, licorice pastels, Dutchess, and chocolate mothballs. All are made to the highest standards with the finest ingredients and the yummiest flavors. Does anyone here know how many calories are in one gummy bear? Any guesses? Just four calories each. From candy corn to chocolates, and gummy bears to Jordan. You got every question right so far. The Jelly Belly Candy Company is known for fine texture. I've never been here. We made candy corn since 1900, and we still use the same delicious recipe our family ancestors created way back when. You might think you know what candy corn tastes like, but if you haven't tried our candy corn, you're in for a pleasant surprise. We were the first to make candy corn for the major seasons. Cupid corn, reindeer corn, and bunny corn. If you're a chocolate lover, you'll be delighted to know we make chocolate-covered raisins, nuts, and bridge mints. For gummy fans, we make oversized gummy critters such as rats and crocodiles. In recent years, sour candies have been popular, and we've created a wide selection of sweet and sour gels and gummies. And we also make special collections of candies for Christmas, Valentine's Day, Easter, and Halloween. Does anyone here know what a jelly belly flop is? Well, let me tell you, they're the odd-shaped beans that either grew too big, grew too small, or simply stuck to each other somewhere along the process of being made, also known as the irregular or misshapen beans. If you will turn your attention to the monitor, we will take an even closer look. After the robot picks up each tray and pours it onto the conveyor belt, all the Jelly Belly beans go through a very important piece of equipment. This large cylinder is a Jelly Belly bulk packer. At the far end of the rotating cylinder is a set of screens. The first screen filters out the Jelly Belly beans that are too small. The next screen only lets through beans that are just the right size. And all the remaining beans, too large or too small, roll off the cylinder into a container. These are our belly flops. Only perfectly sized beans are worthy of the name Jelly Belly. So after we separate just the right-sized beans, they travel up a conveyor belt where they are visually inspected to remove any discolored or misshapen beans. They then continue on another conveyor belt and are given the final seal of approval, the Jelly Belly Lockup. The Jelly Belly beans travel down a tube onto a conveyor belt with a little pocket for each bean. They move under a roller that gently prints the Jelly Belly name in white food coloring on the surface of the bean. The same coloring used to make marshmallows white. Each of our machines will print over 20,000 beans per minute. After the beans have been printed, they will make their way to be packed in bulk cases. These cases will then travel around our conveyor belt system to be stored or shipped to vendors worldwide. At the front end of each machine, 
Before the jelly belly dance with a stainless steel hopper that feeds them into an elevator and up into a circular combination scale. The scale weighs the right amount of beans and drops them down a tube into a bag. The newly formed bags are sent down the line to be packaged into boxes to be shipped to retailers worldwide. And now we're on to bigger and better things. Then I say bigger as we round the bend, you may notice a few things being around. But what's more important is that we have just been around. There are 4.5 billion beans in the storehouse, and we ship 120 million beans a day. This year we anticipate 14 million beans will be eaten worldwide, and that's enough to go over the world five times. Well, I see our 40 flavor gift box, and that tells me that our time is almost through. But there's good news too. Once we get back to the station, I have a sample bag of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans for each of you, as a way of saying thank you for visiting the Jelly Belly Visitor Center. So on behalf of all the employees and the entire Golden family, we hope you had a good time. Also, if you look to the right, this is for you process our internet orders. You can check us out on our website at jellybelly.com. All right, did you guys enjoy the tour? You guys want some candy? Yeah! All right, on the count of three, I want everyone to scream Jelly Belly as loud as you can. Ready? One, two, three. Jelly Belly! All right, we have to please remain seated until the train comes to a complete stop, and then exit to your left-hand side only. Don't forget any of your personal belongings. Remember, my name is Angel, and I hope you enjoyed your ride on the Jelly Belly Express. We're going to be at the back of the train by the brown doors. Wait there for further instructions. Red beans, green beans, bouncing in the air. Pink beans, blue beans, beans are everywhere. Orange beans, yellow beans, bouncing here and there. Bouncing beans, bouncing here, there, and everywhere. Red beans, green beans, bouncing in the air. Pink beans, blue beans, beans are everywhere. Orange beans, yellow beans, bouncing here and there. Little bouncing beans have come to stay and play. Red beans, green beans, bouncing in the air. Pink beans, blue beans, beans are everywhere. Orange beans, yellow beans, bouncing here and there. Bounce, 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 then bounce some more. Red beans, green beans, bouncing in the air. Pink beans, blue beans, beans are everywhere. Orange beans, yellow beans, bouncing here and there. Bouncing beans, bouncing up and down all day. Check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. your guy or girl's got some facial hair that's kind of not smelling right, not feeling right, not all that great, 
Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got scents that every guy and girl will like. Every kid likes to play with your beard. Why not give them something to smell nice as well? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com and give somebody that great bird today. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.